The St. Louis Cardinals just can't have nice things this year, can they? As one of the remaining bright spots of the season goes down with an injury. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. We want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. You can find us at places like iTunes and Spotify, Google Podcast, as well as on YouTube if you like the, the visual aspect of a podcast you can do that on uh, youtube like subscribe and comment that way you're interacting with us hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted this is a show serving cardinal nation and giving the best fans of baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat the cardinals pull off another thrilling victory last night defeating the high power the the high octane super team known as the oakland athletics Eh, maybe I'm overselling it just a little bit there. Well, they did beat Oakland last night, which is great. And we love winning. We cherish winning on this podcast now after taking it for granted for so many years. And then this year kind of getting slapped with reality and being like, all right, maybe um, maybe we shouldn't complain so much like we did in the past. But they get the win last night. And before we even got to the game, though, we got some really, really bad news. Steven Matz, the guy that you know, we had just praised yesterday uh, on this show, the man who has been reborn here over, what, the last month and a half where he's rocking a uh, uh, a 4-0 record, sparkling 1.89 ERA since coming back to the rotation back on July the 9th, is going back on the shelf due to a left lat strain and has been placed on the 15-day injured list. According to reports, Matt's expressed to Cardinals manager Ali Marmel that he felt some tightness underneath his armpit after his sixth inning of work on Saturday. That discomfort led to the end of his outing. An MRI on Sunday revealed what Matt's was experiencing. And seriously, we, we have so little... We have so little to root for <laughs> right now over these final weeks of the season. And one thing that at least I've really enjoyed has now been ripped away for possibly the remainder of the season. I, I don't know if we're going to see Steven Matz again this year. We may not. That's a possibility. Uh, according to President of Baseball Operations, John Mozeliak, Matz will go on a non-throwing uh, program for at least three weeks and then be reevaluated after that period is complete. And the real bummer about all of this is that it, it really shouldn't come as a surprise that Steven Matz got hurt again. Because that's kind of been his M.O. Matz's career has been riddled with injuries. And this is just another notch on the injury belt for Steven Matz. And it's another reason why that, you know, I asked last week after he had another good outing. Do you even trust Steven Matz going into next season, knowing his injury history? I mean, in the two years in St. Louis, we have not been able to rely on Steven Matz answering the bell every day it's been a problem so um i want to go back to some of the comments that uh, we had on that video 
Uh, I Kale Inns six two three three said Matts will have to prove himself for the rest of the year. At least I don't cringe when I see him on the roster now. In fact, I'm even a little relieved. But wins the regression, uh, which was probably going to happen at some point because these numbers Stephen Matts was putting up were were incredible. Um, I learned something new today. Six one nine three says I trust him. He clearly took his early season failures seriously and turned himself around similar to Gorman. I trust both of them. Eh, both of them are hurt now. And uh, Ryan R. McShane said, trust him to be a four or five guy in the rotation. Sure. If they had a real one, two, three above them, that would be fine. As of now, they do not, which is true. But I mean, do we even know if Steven Matz is going to be good enough to be your number five next year? Not that what he was doing at the end of this year wasn't good, but can he stay healthy? I mean, can you rely on this guy? And unfortunately, it seems like a lot of us, myself included, we were starting to believe in Steven Matz, and then boom, he's gone again, maybe until 2024. Now, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I, I'm not upset with Steven Matz. I'm not. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm sure you are. I'm sure Steven Matz is. I'm sure the Cardinals are. You know, he, he turns a corner over the last, what, six outings, something like that, and you're like, great, we finally see the guy that, you know, Mo thought was worth a four-year deal. And when he's healthy, he has his moments of being very, very good. We've seen that in a Cardinals uniform. Whether it's in the bullpen or the starting rotation, we have now seen both of them where he, he's been productive. And, you know, right when you start to see him really do something special, he goes back on the IL, and it's frustrating. Mo expressed this as well, saying he was throwing really well for us. I think he was building some momentum. And then for this to happen, he's certainly disappointed. We're disappointed. We've taken a lot of kicks this year, and this is one of them. And I get questions about uh, injuries to the Cardinals all the time. People always want to know, why is it always the Cardinals guys who are hurt? I don't, I don't see it being so bad for other teams. I wish I had answers for you. I, I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes medically. I, I don't have a clue. But, man, have they had a lot of them this year. Again, you know, Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newbar, Dylan Carlson, Tommy Edmond, Brendan Donovan, Packy Naughton, Ryan Helsley, Jake Woodford, Adam Wainwright, Nolan Gorman, out again with back issues last night. Wilson Contreras, he's been getting dinged up all year, part of the position as a catcher, but he's taken a lot of punishment, and then he had to leave last night's game with hip tightness. Injuries happen. I understand that. It's a long season. It's a grind. But the 2023 Cardinals have certainly seen their fair share of uh, injuries and uh, really hasn't helped their cause this season of ever digging out of this massive hole they built at the beginning of the year. I'm not using it as an excuse, but I'm just kind of saying, man, they have had a lot of injuries this year. And when, I mean, just look at the names I just listed for you. When, when your entire starting outfield, your two middle infielders, um, your closer, I mean, when you lose them for a considerable amount of time, it's going to have an effect on your team. It would have an effect on every team. Like if Atlanta had to deal with all of that, if their whole outfield went down, Acuna and Harris, and they also lost a Riley or, you know, they'd be in trouble too. It's not that the Cardinals don't have enough depth. It's the fact that you can't have enough depth for the amount of injuries they've gone through this year. Again, not an excuse, but it's played a part in what's happened this year.
Now with Matt's down, the Cardinals will once again slide Zach Thompson into the rotation. Now his last few outings, really, really good. Very encouraging. He's only had one start since coming back to the team in August. But in those three appearances uh, combined this month, nine innings, his ERA is of two. And my favorite part, 13 strikeouts, one walk. That That's great because part of his issues this year at the major league level and at the minor league level is putting people on base. You just can't do it. And so far in August, that hasn't been an issue for Zach Thompson, and um, he's been very effective. So we hope it continues. Uh, in other uh, injury news, let's go to, uh, all right, STL today's Daniel Guerrero. Uh, an update on Ryan Helsley and Jake Woodford. They're set to continue their rehab assignments this week. They've been bumped up to uh, AAA Memphis instead after their rehab outings at AA Springfield last week. Helsley dealing with that right forearm strain through three innings across three relief outings. is scheduled to pitch on Wednesday for Memphis. Woodford had the, the, the right shoulder strain. Uh, logged three innings and two starts for Springfield. Is slated for two to three innings Thursday in Memphis. Their last outings that they just had apparently – no ill effects as far as how the injuries felt afterwards. So that's good news. Uh, Guerrero also gave an update on 2022 first-round pick Cooper Jerpy, who was placed on the IL back in May after having arthroscopic surgery on his throwing arm, had to remove a, a loose body in his elbow there. He's been able to throw up to 120 feet so far. Is scheduled for a light bullpen session on Tuesday at the Cardinals Complex in Jupiter. Uh, Righty Takoa Roby who they got from the Rangers at the trade deadline, uh, a big piece of that deal, through a bullpen session last week and is likely to pitch in a game for class Loway Palm Beach either by the end of the week or early next week. When that deal went down, Mo even said we plan on him pitching competitively at some point again this year. It wasn't the, the the injury he was dealing with wasn't something they thought would shelf him for the rest of the year. So that's good. Uh, has a pitch in a game since June 3rd because of the shoulder, but he's the number five ranked prospect on the uh, re-ranked uh, Cardinals organization, top 30, according to MLB Pipeline. Uh, the top Cardinals prospect, Mason Wynn, returned to game action over the weekend after exiting on August the 6th due to a strained glute muscle. Gave him a couple days off. He was back at it this weekend, went two for four with a couple runs scored on Friday, then went 0 for three with a run on Saturday. We're starting to inch towards the, 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 the time. We're inching ever so closely to that time where he can get called up and still keep his rookie eligibility for next season. I know we're all anxious to see Mason win in a Cardinals uniform up at the major league level. I don't know if the Cardinals will pull the trigger right away. The, the way they keep talking where it's like, well, do we have to do it yet? It might, it might be until September, but I do think you'll see Mason win on this roster at some point eventually, but it might be a little bit longer. I know some of us thought maybe at some point this week or maybe by the weekend he could get called up, but I'm not, I'm not going to put money down on that. Let's put it that way. Uh, we want to talk about last night's game next, which despite it not being the cleanest of games in between two teams that you know, haven't been very good this year, kind of entertaining last night. We'll talk about it next on Locks on Cardinals. If you're finally taking that summer vacation you've been planning but dreading buying all the necessities before you take off, it's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Enter Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure that you're, you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and you get cash back. It's that easy. Now, the average Ibotta user... We're earning $120 per year, $120 per year. That could cover the cost 
of an entire shopping trip. You could use it on something like maybe you want to get a new jersey or something like that. It's available to you. Other apps give you points that don't really amount to much, but with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or even gift cards. You earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Uh, right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code MLB when you register. Just go to the App Store, or you can go over to Google Play, and uh, you download the free Ibotta app. Use code MLB. Very easy. That's Ibotta in the Google Player App Store and use code MLB. The Cardinals battle the Oakland A's again tonight. You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Again, thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Leave comments on YouTube and on Twitter anytime you want. Your feedback is always welcome and encouraged. Uh, had a good time uh, tweeting back and forth with people last night during last night's ball game, which is what I want to talk about now. Because last night, the Cardinals bullpen basically outlasted the A's bullpen. <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, the final score of 7-5. to five. And for most of the game, it was actually a pitcher's duel that was going on. Miles Michaelis didn't look too shabby. A starter, P.J. Sears, kind of impressive. Uh, heading into the seventh inning, we had a 3-2 to two ball game. The Cardinals picked up a run in the second on an RBI single by Tommy Edmond. An absolute smash down the right field line at a, a velo of 64.5. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And, you know, it was like Edmund just floated one in the right field there. But you put the ball in play and you never know what can happen. Good things usually do happen. But it gave the Cardinals a one nothing lead. Michaelis ends up coughing that up when Esturi Ruiz. Okay, seriously, not known for the power, known for the speed. Very fast guy, leads the AL in stolen bases. I believe he still does. I know he was on the injured list for a while there, but he pops a two-run shot to left center field, uh, just his second home run of the season. And I don't know what was going on there. Michaelis just kept pumping fastballs to him, fastball, fastball. And a lot of them were right over the heart of the plate. Finally, Ruiz just teed off on one. So um, burned him, made it two to one, and he swung hard enough. Did you notice that when Ruiz swung? He swung hard enough, the helmet fell off, he didn't even bother to pick it up and put it on. He just ran around the bases without his helmet on, and I kind of liked it. I kind of dug it. It reminded me um, of back in the day when the Miami Hurricanes college football team, they would score touchdowns, and they would, they would unstrap and take off the helmet and hold it. That's what it reminded me of. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. Maybe, uh, maybe that's something that guys who have issues keeping their helmets on, like Jordan Walker, Brandon Donovan has that issue too. Maybe they should just start doing that. Run around the bases without your without your helmet on. Uh, the Cardinals answered right back. Paul Goldschmidt wallops uh, a two-run shot in the bottom half. He had a big night, two for two. We had three walks. He was on base five times. And we all knew that Goldie was going to regress some after last year's NL MVP year. Like last year was disgusting. So good. But he's still putting up respectable numbers. You know, uh, we saw the story about Goldie. You know, the clock's ticking on me. I know I'm in the late parts of my career. Dude's still hitting 277 with 19 home runs and 61 RBIs, plus 10 stolen bases, which is second on the team only to Tommy Yadman. It's it's not like Goldie is terrible up there. He's not hitting 315 like he was last year, but 19 home runs and 61 RBIs in the middle of August is pretty respectable. Uh, seventh inning, Michaelis starts losing command. He gives up a couple of singles. Then uh, Ali turns to the bullpen. Giovanni Gallegos comes in, and I know 
we all do the same thing. We're all like, all right, what kind of geo are we going to get today? Well, we got the not so good geo last night. He allows a double and then a single five, three Cardinals are losing. But then the A's bullpen comes out and says, what's that? You got, you guys don't have a good bullpen. Hold my beer. And they forget to throw strikes. They have no idea where the ball is going. They walk four Cardinals hitters, which set up. And I was so excited for this moment, too. What a letdown. Luke and Baker, a welcome to the show moment, comes up and has a chance to really mm, make an impact. And he strikes out for the third time on the night. Baker, my man, what are you doing? You're killing me. Making me look foolish for banging the drum to get you called up. Bad night for Luke and Baker. 0 for 4, three strikeouts last night. Um, I hope he doesn't get benched. All right, I hope he gets to see more playing time for the rest of this week. But in steps the phenom, Jordan Walker, who's been up on the team for quite some time. And after a stellar at bat, which was a really good one, the, 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 the crowd was into it. Those who showed up were very much into this at bat. And Walker Walker comes through. It's a, a line shot into right field. Now, let's be honest, it probably should have been caught by Seth Brown, the right fielder, who is not a good outfielder, goes off the glove. I know they had to do like a, a review on whether or not it should be an error or a triple, but hometown score, we get the triple for uh, uh, Mr. Walker. That gives them the 7-5 to five lead. That's how it ended. And according to the Cardinals, Walker's tripper, uh, triple was their first with the bases loaded at homes since Shane Robinson did it on July 24, 2013 against the Phillies. It was also their first go-ahead triple with the bases loaded in the seventh inning or later since Yadier Molina did it in 2015 against the White Sox. I had no idea Yadier Molina ever had a triple, to be honest with you. They, one of the slowest runners in baseball. I don't know how he ever stole bases, and I don't know how he ever got a triple, but he was amazing. Um, my takeaway from last night, sometimes watching – not so good teams play each other can be entertaining. And that surely was the case last night. It, it was an entertaining game to watch. It was a bummer that Gorman couldn't go because of the back. Uh, Willie had to leave because of the hip issue. So we hope both of them can come back sooner rather than later. But overall, I thought it was a fun game to watch with two teams who don't have a whole lot to play for this year. Uh, the win did pull the Cardinals into a tie with the Pittsburgh Pirates for last place in the NL Central. It would be, okay, here's something to play for. How about not finishing last? How about that? That would be nice. Don't finish in the cellar and the NL Central. There you go. Something to play for over the last month and a half of the year. We're going to close out things next. I got what I considered a funny story. I, I thought it was good. Involves punishment for finishing last in fantasy football, but still tied into baseball. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. And then you can use those bonus bets on things like spreads, player props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. Uh, week two of the excuse me, week two of the preseason will begin on Thursday. You've got Browns at the Eagles. Eagles are currently three-and-a-half-point favorites. I know preseason is – I don't know if it's the easiest thing to bet on because of the fact that you don't know how long the starters are actually going to stay in the game if they play at all. But betting on these games can make them surely more interesting. Uh, my Packers are going to play on Saturday at home against the Patriots. Three-point favorites. Go Pack Go. That's what I like to hear. Um, but if you want to bet on these things and, uh, and you know, pick one of these Super Bowl winners like – who do you think it's going to be this year? You want to roll with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs again? 
Probably a good idea. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. The Cardinals are back home uh, against the Athletics tonight. Dakota Hudson will be on the hill, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Uh, if you play fantasy sports, specifically football, normally there is some sort of punishment uh, doled out to whomever finishes in last place that season. Uh, it has happened to me once. A couple of years ago, I finished in last. And I say that with shame. Um, my buddies, outside of the cons- consistent abuse and just the name-calling that I have to deal with for the entire season that I endured, uh, were able to get former Packers fullback John Kuhn, one of my favorite players, to cut a cameo video basically berating me for finishing in last place and not drafting enough Green Bay Packers, and that's why I finished in last place. My excuse, if you give me a second here, is that I had the first overall pick, I chose Christian McCaffrey that year. That's the year he played like four games. He got hurt, basically torpedoed my whole season. It was all downhill from there. I also made some other mistakes, but we're not going to talk about that. But I'm just saying, punishment, last place, that's what happens. And last night, Dave Fleming, who is the Giants play-by-play man, has clearly more resources than me and my friends, um, had his punishment for finishing in last place in his league. And the punishment was he had to be the honorary bat boy for the team, which is what he did last night. And apparently this has become something of a tradition in the Giants organization. Last year, their outfielders, Stephen Dugar and uh, or Duggar, I think it's Duggar, Stephen Duggar and Austin Slater received the bat boy honor after placing last in the club wide fantasy league. Uh, Fleming luckily avoided having to wear the uh, taped L, which they put on the back of Duggar and Slater's jerseys. Um but I just thought that was kind of funny, you know? I mean, some of us would consider it an honor to be the bad boy at a Cardinals game for one night. These guys consider it punishment. But he was running around, and he, he was working his tail off. But I thought that, you know, considering the time of year, we just had the uh, Madden football game drop last night, although the servers stunk. EA Sports, what are you doing? What are you doing with your servers, man? Um, nobody could play for a while last night, but, uh, you know, fantasy leagues are starting up here real, real soon. And uh, I just thought it was a funny story that their play-by-play man had to do bat boy duties last night. Maybe you missed that story. Thought it might be one to put a smile on your face. So don't forget, come up with something clever for your league's ultimate loser this season. It makes it more fun. Thanks again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for the series against the A's with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. The undefeated, undefeated 3-0 Dakota Hudson on the bump tonight. First pitch 645 St. Louis time from Bush Stadium. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.